Happy to be joined by Douglas Elks. Douglas, thank you for coming. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Um, Douglas, why don't you give the audience just a little overview about yourself, like sort of the highlights of your career and life thus far? Yeah, man. So I'm actually a, I'm a junior in the classroom here at Western Carolina, and I, uh, I came here last year transferring from Roanoke College, a small school in Virginia. Um, and I came here, obviously, with the NCAA transfer rule. I was forced to redshirt and sit out a year. And, it, man, it was, it was really good for me. It, I used it to grow a lot, um, <clears throat> grow my IQ for the game. You know, when you have to sit out, it, you, you get a totally different perspective on the game, um, something you don't really get when you're playing it every single day and in every game. You know, I was able to learn a lot. I was able to learn new systems. Obviously, being in a new program with a brand-new coach, there was a lot, of, a lot of turnover, a lot of new stuff we had to pick up on. So it was really beneficial for me, and I'm, I'm super thankful I had that opportunity. And I think it was it was good to have yeah you talk about the different perspective and how you learn the new system I was going to ask you about that uh, you transferred from Rona College in Virginia and you you had to kind of get accustomed to coach Prosser's system I know you guys play the pack and on, on offense you guys sort of play it loose you know he kind of lets you do your own thing did you have any trouble at first kind of catching that absolutely um I'm all on board with it now, but I'll be honest. The, the pack line defense, man, is is tough, and yeah. I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of nuances in different parts of the the defense that you really have to kind of commit yourself to. Um, for example, like there's there's no real help in the pack line. It's all kind of an illusion. Um, and I've always played man to man where you help if if a guy you know gets beat and you you step over and kind of help them. Yeah, and it it will kind of trick you because there's there is no help and you played man-to-man -man like many do growing up and pack is sort of like a variation of man-to-man -man, and so it, it'll kind of confuse you and like you'll fall back into tendencies that you had but you know you got to kind of scratch them but um absolutely yeah yeah i mean i think it can be a very successful defense when run the right right way obviously virginia they just yeah. won a national championship yeah. using the same defense so we just got to work on it was basketball the dominant sport growing up, like in your household or in your life, or was it? Were you more of a football guy? I was always basketball. Yeah. I um I played soccer for a short stint, but um I always knew I loved the game of basketball. There's something about it that just it it drew me in, and it was what I really played for my entire life. Except my senior year, I ran track as well. Um, how would you get into basketball? Anybody kind of influence you or push you that way, or? I always kind of just enjoyed the game. Um, I had a basketball goal at my house in the backyard. I didn't even have pavement, man. I was on grass, and yeah. um, I actually read the JJ Reddit. Kind of grew up that way too, and he's someone I I look up to a lot, and I I want to mimic my game after the way he shoots the ball. But um, I just did that, man. After school, I'd come home, I'd play basketball in the backyard, and then um, there's a guy, BJ Nowak. He actually was my middle school coach um, at my school, but I met him when I was in kindergarten. Um, and he's been a huge mentor for me, and he really kind of helped me develop my game from a very early age in terms of fundamentals and just teach me the right way to play the game. Um, and I just I fell in love with it, man. It's just one of those things like, you know, kind of your God given talents here, you know, something that you're doing for a reason. And it was just something I really I fell in love with. For sure. Coming from Raleigh, was your upbringing more of a college basketball because you had NC State closer or were you an NBA guy? Definitely college basketball. Yeah. I would um, I'd watch the NBA. Obviously, I just love the game whenever it's on. But, mm -hmm. dude, I mean, we were in the I was I lived 10 minutes from NC State. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I grew up a Duke fan, so mm. I was watching guys like Kyle Singler, John Shire, Nolan Smith. Uh, the year they won it, the national championship in 2010, that was when I like really got locked on them. And I love Duke basketball. I love Coach K and what he's done in Durham. You obviously talked about how you sort of admire J.J. Redick and his game. Is that who you're trying to model your game 
as, or is there uh, other influences? I mean, JJ, wow, that'd be a, that'd be a great compliment if I could say uh, yeah. I'd be like him. But I mean, obviously, from a shooting perspective, uh, he just he's a guy that really works hard, and um, I just I feel like he's someone that I can look up to in the fact that he just approaches everything very professionally, day in and day out. He's working on his craft, his skill. He's very mechanically sound. He's very you know he's a very skilled basketball player, and I feel like that's kind of where I want to be you know obviously athleticism you can work on it but it's more God-given where mm-hmm. skill is you know work ethic and I think that's somewhere someone I can kind of look up to with JJ Redick the way he dissects defenses with you know running around screens and just how he squares up to the basket uh, that that is really like you said it's all about working on your skills is that something you concentrate on is that is that what you worked on this summer for example yeah yeah definitely worked on the, the skills element a lot you know like you said footwork those are things that you know you can shoot on the gun all you want but if you're not getting game shots the way you you're going to shoot in games like you got to work on the footwork you got to if you're a pick and pop guy like you need to know how to turn like those are little nuances and little things that you have to develop over time and that's just really you know I the only way I can get better is through reps you know some guys is more natural but I find I find my confidence coming through just putting the time in on the court All right, shifting more towards outside the basketball court, how do you think you've adapted to life as a student athlete? You know, it's obviously a time-balancing act that is super tough. So how how would you have heard? Yeah, I mean, you hit it, man. It, it is tough. I think anytime you have privilege, there's sacrifice that comes with that. And obviously being a student athlete is an incredible privilege, um, something that we don't have a right to do, but we're privileged to be able to be a student athlete on this campus. And, um, you know, with that comes a lot of responsibility, I think, and sacrifice too in the fact that some nights, you know, your your social life tends to get cut short if you if you have a strong sense of your academic Um, your academic life and I think just making sure time management is a key priority um, just trying to get ahead you know becoming good friends with your professors that's a big thing man you know if they're on your side they're helping you they realize that you have extra stuff going on outside of just school um, and really just you know taking advantage of the resources we have here you know Stacy Miller does a fantastic job with us um, in the basketball team and you know we just have a ton of great resources that, that really just help us be successful. Yeah, this college, um, while not touted as a D1 school, you know, it's very much a D1 school. And to really good college, it, it's really inclusive. It does set out to help out its students and its student athletes in any way that it can. And that I think that's something that I've really come to like about this college. I bet you have too. Absolutely. No, I, you couldn't have said it any better, man. Western's a hidden gem, and I think over time, Um, from a, from an academic standpoint, obviously it's growing with NC Promise, and you know it's become very competitive to get in. And from um, an athletic standpoint too, you know we get things going here in this program with Coach Prosser. I think it's going to be somewhere a lot of kids are going to want to come play. Obviously, in your basketball career, you have you've gone through a lot of challenges. You know, you you came out of high school and you went to Roanoke, uh, which is a D3 college, mm -hmm. and you balled out and you got a D1 offer. How do you? What do you think? What part of your life or your career do you think helped you get the drive or the dedication to you know now you're a full d1 athlete how do you think you yeah. got here that's a great question man and that's something that i think uh, <clears throat> is so important to analyze and think about and like obviously i give all my glory to god you know i think um he's obviously the only reason i'm here i think he's got a plan for all of our lives and um, i'm here for a very special reason and that's you know for me to continue to follow him and wherever he leads me Um, from just a straight work ethic standpoint, man, like you can never give up on your dreams, man. Like no matter who says you can't do something or who tries to limit you, that's that's unrealistic. Like if you put the work and you put the time and you can get where you want to be and by, you know, like I said, the good grace of God, I was able to get here and this blessing of a, of a school and an opportunity. And I just I want to make the most of it, man. Before we transition out of uh, these sort of serious questions, I want to know 
what are you most looking forward to this season? Any expectations? I mean, I'm, I bet you're just ready to get on the court because you redshirted last year. So, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, redshirting can be tough. Uh, just not playing for a whole year. But I'm, like, I'm just very excited to get on the court with my teammates. You know, we've been working for a long time, and we're starting to get the ball rolling here. And I really do think that we have something special coming for uh, the fans and just – I mean, we're, we're going to give it everything we have. And I just, I'm excited to compete and win and, you know, go after a SoCon championship, man. Now I'm going to ask you a couple just random questions. <laughs> um, do you have a, a song that you know by heart, completely memorized or close to? Wow, okay, a song. I listen to so much music, man, and uh, I've got a lot of artists I like. One particular song I know by heart, I'd have to think about it, but... Uh, I really like Lecrae. He's a good rapper. Um, I like a lot of worship music, but uh, from more of a mainstream rapper, Drake. Drake's probably my guy. Give me your biggest unpopular opinion, basketball edition. Sort of like, a, I don't know, like on the court or practice methods. Like, what do you think uh, most people on the team would like disagree with you on, for example? Um, <laughs> some of us, were, some of the uh, shooters, we joked that the three is worth more than the two, so why would you even practice dunking? But that's kind of a, <laughs> I don't know if that's because we truly believe that or because we are not as athletic as some of the other guys. But <laughs> um, What's your biggest pet peeve? Time, man. I hate being late. Uh, mm. I love being early. Mm, I was yeah. here early. For I mean, you were early. Here, yeah. <laughs> uh, and when I'm in a group of people, man, like I love being a nice guy and all, but when people like are, you know, running late and I'm supposed to be somewhere, like I, I like to, I like to be early. I just think it's a form of respect and uh, it's something I, I try to, you know, hold hold high in my standards. I've asked this question to everybody that's come on, and I've gotten some interesting answers. So uh, what's a superstition or, or sort of weird routine that you follow before or after games that you just can't play without doing? So personally, I'm not very superstitious. Um, I do I pray before every game. I think that's something I do pretty routinely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's a pretty standard thing for me to do and after games as well. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably the only routine thing I do. Um, obviously, like, I like to do certain stretches, make sure my body's warmed up, you know, getting a good flow, get, get a good sweat going, which is not hard for me to do. I sweat pretty easily. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, that's, that's the biggest thing for me, just kind of getting my mind right, kind of getting that prayer kind of helps me, you know, level out, get calm, and then just get ready for competition and, and go out there and compete. So that's the yeah. biggest thing. What is something that a ton of people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point? That's easy, bro. That's Fortnite. I <laughs> was that was gonna be my answer. I, was I it? <laughs> yeah, I I don't really I don't really feel it. I don't really get it. <laughs> so yeah, about Fortnite, man. Like a ton of the guys play on the team. Obviously, it's a it's a very popular thing. And my little brother, my little brother Reed, he uh, he's 15, man. He is so good. <laughs> he spends hours playing it, man. And like he does other things too. You know, he's not addicted to the game, but he is just. I've never been really big into video games, and I guess I just didn't possess that skill to maneuver things with my thumbs and yeah. you know all that stuff. But the way see him build towers and do all the stuff in the game is just unreal to me. Like I don't know how you'd ever get that good at a game like that. Yeah, and you look at uh, <laughs> the people that play on the um, like keyboard and mouse. That's even more insane. I feel like because you got because you know on the console is one thing you're playing with the quickness of your thumbs, but when you're actually like. The things they do are just on another level. Oh, no doubt. And he's shifted his keyboard and mouse, so that's that's what he does yeah. now. And it's just watching him go in there and just move around, I'm like, this is this is crazy. I'd, yeah. I'd much rather be reading a book or lifting a weight <laughs> or shooting a basketball, whatever. It's kind of a hot-button thing to call it, whether 
you know, gaming is a sport or not. If it's not a sport, at the very least, it's super high skill, and I, that's something I really admire, like, because I definitely can't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, call it a sport if you want to or not, but, I mean, it's getting a lot of attention. Obviously, it's gained a ton of popularity, and now they're throwing scholarships for it, so, yeah. you know, it's obviously important uh, to some people. But and it, a moneymaker. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, these little kids are making millions of dollars off tournaments. I'm like, this is, I might be doing something wrong here. I yeah, might need to switch my got focus. Into the wrong, <laughs> got into the wrong thing. <laughs> no doubt. Who was your favorite basketball player growing up? Uh, Steve Nash is my all-time favorite player. Uh, another similar guy to J.J. Redick, just someone that worked super hard and is kind of an underdog. Just obviously with the story I have, you can you can realize that that kind of defines who I am. And uh, just someone that worked really hard, who loved the game for the purest intentions of it and yeah. wasn't really wrapped up in the money or wrapped up in the fame. He really just loved the game of basketball. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that kind of identifies with what I, I believe in. Uh, he's just someone that has done really well, been very successful, and been a really good teammate too. I mean, that's something I try to learn from him is how to be a good teammate. Yeah, he was too. very adaptable, and he was. Um, what I mean by that is, he knew how to make the best out of situations. He, like you said, he his work ethic, like second to none. Honest, honestly, like maybe Kobe, but you know, yeah, well, no one's <laughs> insane like Kobe. <laughs> yeah, Kobe's in a category of his own. I think. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a he was very dedicated. He was very skilled. I mean, mm. not a lot of people are. Back-to-back MVPs. That's yeah. right. And he, and he broke the record for giving the most high fives, which I thought was a really cool <laughs> stat. I read that somewhere. Yeah. So I like that. That's good. All right, I have one last question. Uh, I've, I, just like the other question, I've asked this to everybody that's come on, just kind of keeping score. And someone's clearly winning right now, and that's great. So <laughs> settle the score. Uh, best player ever. Who's the GOAT? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? Yeah, okay. easily. I mean... I'll go ahead and put it out there. I, I have a ton of respect for LeBron James, what he does on and off the court, and um, the overall player he is. I think he's, I mean, he's he's in the conversation. It's not mm-hmm. obviously a very uh, one-sided debate, but I, don't know, I think you do need to account for winning when you when you talk about something like this. Like you know, if you can really take your team to a championship level caliber and and be successful in the championship, mm-hmm. um, I think that speaks a lot of volume. Plus, you gotta have to. You need to compare the game from when Jordan played to where it is today, and how it was refed. And there's a, there's a lot. That's a very complicated argument, but um, definitely Jordan. I uh, agree. It, people and and I personally think it's LeBron. Mm-hmm. I, I have a ton of admiration for his game and just how the longevity of it all. One thing I respect the people that saw him play, and you know, are not gonna say you know LeBron is the best, but I also think that you can't really answer the question because the eras were so different the game styles were so different the refing was so different absolutely and you can't there's not i don't think there is one answer honestly in my opinion even though i think it's lebron i think it should be either by decade or by era or you know just uh divide it into some sections because when you get to that pantheon of of the best of the best i don't think you can have a definite answer all right, Douglas, anything you have to plug before we head out? Just um, just getting excited about this season. I think we're, like I said before, I think we have a really neat opportunity to just go out there and, and just go after guys and really compete and make a statement for Western Carolina basketball. Um, you know, we brought in five freshmen. I think they're really going to be good for us. We have, you know, a guy that registered with me, Mason, is is one heck of a point guard, very good competitor. And obviously the guys that we return, just a whole another year of experience and Coach Prosser's systems, I think is going to be a really good culmination of, of what we can do with the success we're hopefully going to have. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. You'll see me around. So, uh, yeah, uh, take care, man. Thank you so much. <laughs>